are listening or watching the Mito podcast. I am Ashley. And I'm Megan. And today we are going to talk to you about the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, Megan just got hers. And so we thought it would be a good time to um, talk about it, see what she is experiencing, um, maybe even where she got it. Um, and then if you guys have any questions uh, for us afterwards, you can, you can send us a note. So Megan, when did you get the vaccine? Um, so actually I just got it yesterday. Um, and it was actually um, something I didn't know that I was eligible for <laughs> until um, Paula, actually my friend Paula, who is Troy's respite worker, um, she received an email saying that respite workers as well as IHSS providers are eligible to get the vaccine at this point. Um, so we immediately went online and made appointments. Um, and I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. Um, it's most obviously right now we're in California and it's primarily the healthcare providers. Um, if you are a respite worker or an IHSS provider, it's basically you're going into the home and you're caring for someone who is disabled. So. Um, thankfully, they're considering that as part of the health profession at this moment. Um, so that's why we were available to <clears throat> get the vaccine. It was available to us. Um, so we're in San Diego, and it was the easiest thing I've probably ever done. Um, well, besides a flu vaccine that they now did drive up as well. Um, but we basically went online. It, this, there were about four or five different locations that you could actually make appointments um, with and the one that we did was downtown at Peco Park um, and it was a drive-through and obviously since we're so extremely careful with Troy that was the one that we chose and we registered. Um, we put why we were getting it which I was the IHSS provider and then they just said that we needed a pay stub or um, a printout of our hours which is extremely easy to get and we drove down there and we waited in line probably about 10 minutes in our car and drove up to a tented area and they went through the window and gave us a shot. They made us wait 15 minutes because that's, they're wanting to see if there's going to be any allergic reaction. Um, and then they told us that we need to come back on February 8th. They sent us a link on our phones. They texted us a link to make the appointment for February 8th and off we went. And it was extremely easy. They were definitely had everything together down there. Um, they check, of course, they check your IDs. Um, but the only thing that I'm experiencing today is pain in my arm, which I have to say that that happens to me with a flu shot as well. Um, this is, I don't want to sound like a sissy because I don't think that I am. <laughs> but my arm is, it's pretty painful. I definitely don't want, Troy's touched it a few times today and um, so it's pretty painful, but that's it. I mean, that's, you know, nothing else. I'm not experiencing any symptoms or a headache or fever or anything like that. It's just my arm is painful. So why do you have to go back on February 8th? Well, so there's two different shots. There's the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna, which I could be pronouncing that incorrect. And they both actually have different uh, timelines for them. Um, so that is for the second dose. There's two doses for both of the shots. Um, and I think, I'm not sure which one, I don't know if it's Pfizer or the one that I received, but one of them is a little bit shorter. One's like 21 days, one's 28 days, I think. So you have to go back and get a second dose. It's a two dose situation for it to actually be effective. Um, so that's why we will be 
returning on February 8th. And they did everything, all the research I've read is that the second dose is where you might receive a few more symptoms or it might be, but it may not, it may, it's just like the flu shot. You know, some people react differently to it and some people are just fine. Um, yeah. so um, it, it's called a Moderna. Moderna, okay. And the only reason I know that is because my sister-in-law and, um, and Angie's nanny both were in the test group for, for the vaccine. And oh, wow. so it's interesting that you say that your arm is hurting because, so my sister-in-law, she did it first and she's like, oh, a simple, like, no, no problem. And they had to do, I think it was like weekly check-ins, um, just telling them, what their symptoms were, um, and to qualify for it, you had to have been in a, in a, your, your life kind of had to be not as quarantined. I mean, they were still very quarantined, but they have kids and, and one of them was in, um, went to a Montessori school. And so, and then, uh, uh, Angie's nanny, she was, she works, um, for like Amazon. So she was around packages and all of that. And so that's what they were looking for, for the study group or at least one aspect. Uh -huh. So my sister-in-law got hers and it was like a piece of cake, but then Angie's nanny got hers. <laughs> it was the opposite. Oh no! And, and it was a blind, blind study. And so they have oh, no God. idea who got it and, and who did not But, um, her arm was killing her. Like she said, it hurt really bad. And, and she got like for the first day, I think she said, um, she had some small like aches and pains and a little headache and, and she went through that, but she never got sick or anything like that. So my sister-in-law is like, man, <laughs> I didn't get the vaccine. And that was the whole reason why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're waiting for um, the approval to go back out to the people who were in the test group to be able to give them the vaccine next. Um, or at least, excuse me, the, the one, one that didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was pretty funny, but they did like a huge thing on the, on the both of them on the news, which was really cool to see too. Um, and they talked about their experiences and, and even in my sister-in-law then was like, I, I didn't get the good stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an arm pain that I've never had with like a flu shot. So it's, how, it, how is uh, Paula doing with it? Um, she's, she's fine. She did too. She said as well that she has arm pain. Um, and it's, you know, I guess, I, oh, well, I say this, I don't know if I've, I've never been like punched in the shoulder or something, but it's just, you know, it just feels like, you know, you're bruised right there and it's just sensitive. It's not like my arm itself hurts or anything like that. It's just that area where they actually did the injection is very sensitive. But the funny thing was it, the shot didn't hurt at all. And usually the flu shot um, hurts a little bit for me. Yeah. But, um, and sometimes that depends on who's giving you the shot, but it, the shot did not hurt at all. Um, but yeah. yeah, so it's just, it's, you know, hopefully that's obviously the worst of it, I hope. Um, but no, it's definitely not anything to cry about. <laughs> so, so is Tony the odd man out? He didn't get to have it? He is. Yes. My husband is, um, he's a teacher. So we're hoping that, you know, their wave is going to come soon, but he was very much, as soon as he found out that we were getting it, he was like, can I go with you guys? Can I get it too? <laughs> I'm like, no, you have to have actual documentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So we're excited for our household. Obviously 
it doesn't change much for us in the sense that until Troy is vaccinated, we are quarantined the same way that um, we have been. Um, but you know, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step to hopefully getting things back to normal and protecting ourselves from the virus. And one of the things I wanted to mention um, is that I did not know this and we don't, when I say this, I will read the news like the New York Times and things like that. Um, but we don't really watch a lot of TV. We'll watch our little shows and things on Netflix, but um, we don't really watch the news here except for Tony, who's a massive news reader. But I didn't even know that the vaccine wasn't approved for um, children under 16. And so this whole time I've been sitting here looking at, you know, the rollout of how they're going to give the vaccine. And I'm like, wow, where are the kids? Where are the kids? What's, you know, what's going on? And um, finally, I actually was looking on the UMDF and um, was reading some comments that some people had put up and uh, yeah, they're not approved for children yet. Um, and they're hoping by summer, maybe fall for the vaccine. They're working on it right now, but they're hoping that it'll be out by then. So um, that's something you have to think about because I don't know if a lot of people know that, that it's not approved for children. I think one of them is for 18 and younger and then the other one is 16 and younger. So um, we have a ways to go for our kids to get vaccinated. So our life will not change start opening up again until Troy is actually vaccinated. Um, but we still feel very fortunate for us to get the vaccine um, and we will be very patient for the children. But also UMDF is doing a, um, like a mitodoc call on the vaccine. And you might wanna go on the website to correct me, but I think it's February 14th that they're doing it. Um, and there's also, um, there's another, gosh, I I'm sorry, I should have totally had this information. That's okay. I'm actually going to try, because it, it should, if it popped up in my email, I'll just check it really quick and see. Yeah, and there's another organization too that's um, doing a uh, conference call or video, whatever, uh, seminar for basically um, immunocompromised and uh people with different diseases just in general, not just Mito. And it's uh, somebody from the FDA um, as well. And you know what, I can, I'll find that information and I'll um, put it on our website. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's obviously uh, the community of all of us that have children or ourselves have uh, different diseases. Um, there's a lot of concerns out there about the vaccine and how it's going to affect the immunocompromised and different things. I've seen many chat um, situations where people are saying they're not gonna get the vaccine or they're concerned. Some doctors say to get it, some doctors don't. So you definitely want to do your own research and talk to your doctors um, and depending upon your situation, um, make an informed decision about the vaccine. Obviously this isn't gonna go away um, unless good portion of us are vaccinated. Yeah. Um, I can't find it. I don't know what the date is, but if you guys go on, it's umdf.org. That's United Mitochondrial Disease Foundation. Um, or you could even um, just Google ask the mitodoc. Um, their web series will pop up. Um, and so at least you'll know where to go to find it or where to go to, to watch. Um, like the last one that they had was keeping the mitochondria healthy for the body and mind. 
Um, so they, they update this pretty often um, and they post the questions and responses and, and all of that. So I would, I would just go to that website so that you guys, if you guys want to hear about that or any, any other um, Ask the Mito Doc episodes, because they, they do these pretty often now, at least monthly, right? Um, generally, yes. Um, it's definitely not February 14th. That's Valentine's Day. And I think that's a Saturday or Sunday. So I think their next one, and I don't know if it's about COVID is, is soon as January. What is today? Oh, it's today. Is it today? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's about trials and, um, different clinical trials. Yeah. And patient registries, Mm -hmm. um, which is also, important to understand they they just updated um their website with being able to collect information and we're kind of changing subjects a little bit here so we won't go over it too much but definitely go over to the umdf.org because they um their patient registries just they they just redid everything um and it's it's going to be pretty exciting because it will help to be able to see um, what they have for, for trials and, and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, go, go to umdf.org, but I'm proud of you. I'm excited that you guys got the, the vaccine and that, um, that is kind of, it's kind of a stressor. It's on a lot of people's minds and, and they're wondering when they can get it. So I'm glad that that's one thing off of the list that you don't have to worry about anymore. It's done. And you guys just to get Tony or your husband. I should be yeah. vaccinated yes and we were nervous I mean Paul and I were both nervous you know but all in all we're doing this to keep Troy safe and keep ourselves safe so that we're healthy to be able to take care of him so you know you believe in science and back science and know that they're doing all their research and they did all the testing and hope keep your fingers crossed that everything works out so (laughs) and I I know it's hard for people to hold that trust It, it is scary but I think that, uh, and I'm definitely not speaking for our community, but as, as someone who had a child with a rare disease, um, yeah, this is going to sound almost crazy, but I mean, (laughs) we want a cure for Mito, right. And, and we want research done and we want trials done. And, and the only way to find out if things will work is that people are brave enough or, I don't even want to use the word brave that will just do this mm-hmm. for us, you know, yeah, like to and put themselves out there to be tested. And, and we know that there's a fear factor. We know that um, there are chances that things aren't, that, that something we'll discover later on that, that isn't preferable for a vaccine or something, but we won't know that until we try them. And we won't know that until we test things out. And, and unfortunately that's just life. That's how we figure things out. That's how we make discoveries. Um, So for everyone that has had the vaccine for everyone that Oh man, I'm getting emotional (laughs) Um, for anyone that was interested in doing the trials or did trials. Thank you. Because these are things that, um, I think about a lot and pray on and, and we will continue to need those heroes to be able to save our children. 
um, from these rare diseases. And unfortunately, we have to be the guinea pig sometimes. Yeah. And I think when you look at this situation with these vaccines, you know, you see how when so many people come together, how quickly, I mean, we know we've, you know, we've been to UMDF symposiums and all these things, and they talk about trials and how long things take. It's years and years and years. And it was just, I don't know, for me to look at this vaccine coming out at this point in the pandemic, it's like, you know, it took so many people to come together and it took a lot of money too, but, you know, it took a lot of people to come together for us to be able to have this. So yeah. um, I'm very thankful because, you know, we all want to leave our houses. <laughs> I want to take Troy out again. I want to take him down to the beach, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's, it's important people and people that are willing to, um, like you said, go through trials and different things that have allowed us to be able to take these steps. Yeah. That's so important. All right. Well, thank you everyone for, for listening or for watching whichever, whichever way um, you tuned in to this episode. Um, we are the Mito podcast. If you have any questions or any suggestions for upcoming episodes, or even would like to be on one with us, um, mm-hmm. go ahead and email us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we promise to try to not make you cry. <laughs> um but go ahead and, and email us at mitopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. We're all over the place. Um, and we welcome any ideas that you have. Um, and thank you. I, you know, we didn't even say this, but thank you so, so much for tuning in over the last year. I think, oh my gosh, Uh-oh. is this our anniversary? I don't know. I didn't look at the dates. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's exciting if it is. <laughs> it, it is. It's definitely this month. I'm gonna have to look to well, oh wow, I'm gonna look and see. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for being with us for the last year. Our our goal was to do 12 episodes, and <laughs> we ended the year, I think, at 22, um, which was amazing. So just the fact that you guys are out there supporting us and listening and following and, and liking um, any of our posts like that means a lot to us. And we're so excited that we've made it this, this, this far, this long. We're going to have to have an anniversary podcast. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to go and double check to see when it was that we started. I know it's, it's this month, so stay tuned. We'll have yes. another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. <laughs>